Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Team. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, part of our family. Our family here at Baseball Isn't Boring is back from the road. Cordy Finnicum. So good to see you. Rob, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. You know that. How are you? Good, good. Like I said, part of the family and always with great uh, advice, insight, entertainment, the works. And today, Courtney, I think, uh, you know, I tasked you with, I always, you always come through every time I ask you to, to, to actually uh, investigate. You should be like, you know, you should be like this, our uh, lead investigator because you're like so good at it. You know, uh, one of my things is to do lists. So mm. every time they do a list, I get very excited to do it. So that's why I always come through. It's a I passion. Know. I know, but it's but it's it's the lists aren't just like thrown together. They're like they're 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 filled with insight. Like I said, they're filled with good stuff, and this is no exception. So um, I thought it would be pertinent because it's the playoffs, and fans are are. Fans of those playoff teams are very excited. I don't know if you know that. They're not I, excited. They're not excited where you are. They're not excited no. where I am. No, no. But we we both have been through playoff crowds and been part of playoff crowds, and we know how unique and special those are. It, it totally is. And I it was just at Citizens Bank Park, and I mean they're they're nuts. I mean it was crazy. It was great. It was great. And I and I said this, Cordy. I said I tweeted it if. What teams I honestly think teams should do is say, okay, we're going to strongly encourage, we have tickets for you. If you want to go to a playoff game for the teams that don't make the playoffs to the players, we will send you there. Because to understand like what they're missing, right? And I 
I would I love that idea. So my crazy self here, you know, I'm missing the playoffs yet again. 101 lost season. I went online last week just for the hell of it. And I literally almost pulled the trigger at those $40 twin wildcard tickets that they were selling. Mm. Literally right behind home plate, like 15 rows up. I'm like, I could do this easily. I could take a day trip and just be a part of the crowd. I didn't do it, but I thought about it for half a second because I could have done it. Okay. All right. Let's figure this out. I'm going to figure out a way to get you to a playoff game somewhere because we need boots on the ground, Courtney, somewhere. Oh, and so you know we, I'm the best at it. Yeah, I'm the best at it. Right, because it's not only, as we have documented, it's not only about being in the park, it's being outside the park, the exactly. before, the after, the whole thing. So The whole, the whole uh, experience. Who does that better than me? Come on. No, nobody. So, all right. So the, the, what we, we tasked you with, is give us give us the best fan bases. Give us the the place to go. Give us the teams that are are the most electric. The places that are most electric, which is another great thing because you've been to most of these parks, so yep. you understand the lay of the land. So uh, so I don't know how. So how many teams do we got? What do we What do we have? Oh, my, you know, math, math is not my strong. That's want, well, let math. me ask. Let me ask you this. Do you how what order do you want to go in? Do you want to go from the worst to the first to the the first to the worst? Let's go to the first to the worst. I okay, like- I like that idea. Yes. Yeah, because you know cool. pe- people might be driving somewhere and and they might might not be able to get to the x the the certain part of the podcast and they're like, yep. oh, I missed what number one is. Okay, good, number one. Good instincts. Um, all right, number one. Who is the number one? What is the number one fan base? I went back and forth on this between two teams, but there is one team, one fan base that I had to get the edge over, and that's the Philadelphia Phillies. Ha- it had to be done. It had to be said. I can't argue with you. I it's, can't. It's hard, right? Because you want to be like, oh, that Philly fan base are so gruff, but I love that they're gruff. I love it. I'm a Southside Chicago, and I love it. I, I don't – I just think – they're just so like I don't think they're doing it in a way. It, there's nothing fake about it. This is what I'm trying to say. There is I, zero. There is zero fake about it. I agree. And what, when I was there for the Marlins series, it was, and I talked to some of the players about it. It felt like they were able to take the time in between the World Series and that first playoff game and basically eliminate it and just carry it right over. I mean, very much so. Right. Very- and honestly, that very first playoff game in Philly, that crowd was so hot and so loud. I mean, honestly, like we've talked about, all playoff crowds are loud, but that one had a little bit of an extra oomph to it. And the fact that they're now playing the Braves, which is their division rival, it's insane. I mean, yeah. they're just out of their minds. That ballpark is great. That city's very blue collar, very sports oriented. They get the slight edge. They're number one. All right. So, and, and you you've been to the ballpark, so, right? Correct. And so, I, you also yep. you you also know the landscape. It's a good. That's another thing you have to factor in. It's a good ballpark um, to host one of these nut fests, right? I agree. That's probably agree. A, ter- a terrible <laughs> nut fest. Nut fest. I apologize. <laughs> 
Put that on a shirt again. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I'll be rich. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, anyway, you get my point. It's it's a, it's, it's a good park. It's a good one park. thing I like about Philly that's very unique is all their stadiums are in one area. That's kind of cool. I've always liked it. It is. It's not great for bars. But no, it's, it's great, great for tailgating. Yes, great for tailgating. You have so much parking space. You can really kind of spread out. Um, that's very, uh, as someone that's been to so many of these cities, that's very rare to have everything all in that one area like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, all right. I can't argue with that. That's you're one for one. That's a good one. I mean, I probably would have gone down that road too. Like I, I think so. And I was I was seduced by being there. I get it, but yep. still, still, it's it's only going to get better too. And that's the thing: as as crazy as it was, it's only going to get better. I mean, uh, imagine they're they're maybe probably going to be two and zero up on on the Braves after tonight. I mean, they're they're cruising. They're they're doing it. I mean, it's yeah. Impressive. You know, I just talked to uh, we just had uh, talking to RDT uh, Eric Arditi, the Orioles, the voice of the Orioles. And yeah. said, you know, like they got some work to do, but how awesome would it be to have an Orioles and Phillies World Series? And that's an incredible segue because that's my number two. Yes, all right. <laughs> Mind meld. Mind well, meld. Yeah, well, there you go. All right. Yeah. Why, why is this? Why is this? I, I can weigh in, but you tell me why. So a couple of reasons. So Camden Yards is one of my favorite stadiums ever. Um, Camden Yards with a good Baltimore Oriole team, nothing like it. That is one of the older stadiums and it's held up very nicely. It looks great. That crowd, that fan base is again, very vocal, very supportive. You know, a couple of years ago, they lost over a hundred games, the Orioles. And now they're right. They're right in it. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're facing a tough Rangers team, but they're fighting, they're battling great fan base, great stadium. Um, a Philly Oriole World Series, I would think. Uh, yeah, I mean, yep. it'd be like, you know, an hour and a half drive, boom, 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 yep. boom. And, yep. and and this is another thing about that, is that that fan base has been, uh, whatever, 2016. Like, you could tell in those two games, like, they're bursting, right? They're just yep. bursting, waiting just to like this, oh, like, we made it through the awful. We made it through the Andy Dufresne, like, exactly. like river of crap. Exactly. To, to get Literally. here. Yes. Yes. And I feel like, and I feel that in my bones because I'm in the middle of the crap now <laughs> with my team. You so are tunneling through the crap, Courtney. I'm swimming in it right now. And if I get at the light <laughs> of the, the tunnel, I'm going to be that way. So I get it. And slide number two. There is there is something about the, making that that beach in Mexico a little bit better after you've tunneled through a river of crap. You know? Literally, it is the truth. <laughs> but there, I think that's the White Sox slogan. Twenty twenty four. That should be the slogan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Two good ones. All right. What do we get for number three? So I was just here, so I'm a little biased right now, but I still say I have not heard a louder baseball stadium in my life than Minute Maid Houston Astros. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I was there, actually, for, for a very good series, Baltimore versus Houston. Very good series, three weeks ago. And as soon as I walked into that stadium, 
two things stood out to me. The air conditioning is unbelievable. That's that stadium. <laughs> yeah. And oh. number two, how loud that stadium is. That is a loud, loud place. The crowd is loud. Would it you is, agree? Oh, yeah. It's, it, it really is. I mean, and we kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to say we. I don't want to speak for everybody. But Houston is like, okay, you know, we've gone through this so many times. Yep. And we know that like, the stigma with Houston. And and they're circling the wagons. And he, don't you dare criticize us for cheating. And which you know, I get. I mean, like, I don't think they're cheating now. And they're still good. That's fine. They're still good. Yep. Right. But it's, it's they're loud. You're right. They're loud. I mean, I will say this, is that around that park, it's weird. Not a lot going on. It's not. You kind of have to remember, I was just there, so this is very fresh in my brain. You kind of have to go a couple blocks over to get to some decent places. But the spot, the area is weird. I would agree. It's kind of off the beaten path. It's it's funky. I don't disagree. But if you you what did you have there? What did you have? Because this is always uh, one of our favorites. Uh, you know, how excited I get talking about yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, what do you have? So I had the loaded baked potato barbecue brisket. Okay. So it's a... <laughs> Did, did like, you take did you did you take a nap after eating? <laughs> plus they plus they have prosecco at Minute Maid Park, which is like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was quite the, quite the quite the evening. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that is that's an odd pairing. I'm going to be honest with you. It is. It is. All right. But it's prosecco. You can have prosecco all day, every day. It doesn't matter. It's it's wonderful. But. They, I mean, it's Texas, right? So you get a lot of barbecue, you get a lot of all that stuff. So they combine a baked potato with all the sour cream, the cheese, and then they just pile it with barbecue bris- barbecue brisket. It's so true. It's so <laughs> true. It's the same with the media dining, by the way. It's like, oh, you want some uh, potatoes on top of your your barbecue sauce on top of your, you know, like on top of your brisket. It's it's like how how people are taking naps, but hey, listen. It made you happy, right? It did. And after you have your giant baked potato, they have frozen espresso martinis. Oh, oh ooh. First time I've ever seen that. Very, very cool. So they so basically you're playing for the tie. Because oh, yeah. you're go you're you're on the verge of napping after the yeah. brisket potato. And now <laughs> hey, like give me one of those espresso martinis. All right. And yeah. you know that's a hot drink right now. That is the hot drink. Oh, is rest- it? Oh my god, espresso martinis are huge. Yeah. How do you, you fascinate me with your drink orders? You know, I. <laughs> How do you like? This is a whole other podcast. <laughs> a whole other podcast. A whole other podcast. <laughs> it is true. Like it's like I, I. I mean, again, a whole other podcast. But like, I see like your drink orders. Like, how do you know so? Like, do you? Is it? Do you go into a place? I know you go into a ballpark, right? And you say, like, give me the most eclectic combination of alcohol that you can find. I try to get funky at the ballparks. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that sound bite. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah, but, like, if you go to a bar, let's say after the ballpark, do you say, do you say, give me your drink menu or let me see the big board? And I'm going to find something that I haven't had before. 
I do do that. Okay. So I do that at breweries. You know, that's a big thing of mine are the breweries. I love going to different breweries, love trying different beer. Um, and then depending on what place I'm at, if it's known for cocktails, if it's known for wine, I try to get as eclectic as possible. I mean, I know what I like. I know the flavor profile I like. So I can sort of figure it out from there. But I try to I, I try to experiment. I mean, that's the beauty of traveling, right? Is trying yeah. different, different experiences. And I do pride myself of being, as you all know, quite the foodie and adventurous in that regard. So I try to do things different everywhere I go. Good for you. So you want to? I don't want to put you on the spot, but you should be charged with finding the new drink for a ballpark. I would love that. I have yeah. actually. I've talked to the head of marketing for the Sox before about concession ideas. Of course, they don't listen to me, but I, I have I have expressed myself before with <laughs> with what they should be adding on at stadiums. I think well, give, give me give me like before we go to number four, give me give me your give me like your your drink that you say that's what ballparks should have. Honestly, I was very big on, and only a few parks have it, so that I've seen so far. I was very big on the sparkling wine, getting a prosecco in there, uh, a, yeah, like a sparkling All rose. Right. I was very, very big on that. St. Louis has Moscow Mules, which is very cool, very different. I have not seen that in a lot of places. But Houston jumping on the a frozen espresso martini, very yeah. impressive, very, very impressive. That was was it. What did you have? You had martini. Oh, no, it wasn't martini. What was frozen it? Margarita, frozen margarita popsicles. Frozen margarita popsicles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like as as uh, home run celebrations have evolved, I think next year we're going to have uh, drink options evolve at ballparks. That's our goal. I think we need to discuss this. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and especially. No, no, no. It's just like you are our ambassador. You are officially of our ambassador. And we. <laughs> yeah exactly and so we yeah we we so we also like have the 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 very spirited debate about serving alcohol and uh you know matt straub was on and get a lot of you know yep. baseball boring and landed in tmz out of overnight and so <laughs> and so uh but that's a conversation that continues i had um this this nice young woman who I met um, in Baltimore, who goes to New Mexico, Adriana, and she's uh, developing an app to sort of mo help monitor like alcohol intake for people. I said to her that like all these teams are gonna want to serve alcohol in the eighth inning. Absolutely, like, that's that's it is what it is. It's not it is changing, right? Yep. They, they have to make their money. Yep. And so if you do do something like that, that gives them the avenue to say, hey. You know what? We're responsible. Look at what we're doing. I don't want to give her whole thing away, but it's it's. I thought she's onto something. Great idea. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll and why not have an app for that? I mean, there's an app for everything else. I right. mean, it's actually genius. But I mean, I just know personally. I know when I've had too much to drink, even at ballparks. I'm like, you know what? Do I kind of want to get another drink? Yeah, I do. But should I? No, I'm not gonna. I mean, I know when to cut myself off. Unfortunately, not a lot of adults are right. like that. I wish they were, but I love that idea. I yeah. think we have an app for everything else. Why not include that just to be responsible and safe and, and smart? Why not? Yeah. So look for big things from Adriana. We'll have uh, more information from her and the, um, but uh, I know you're responsible because you're the ambassador and all ambassadors have to be responsible. So, I got it. 
doing this, Rob. I can't get, you know, I no. can't get. No, no, you're 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 representing us. Come on, don't get silly. In prison, that can't happen. <laughs> I don't know. That might be good content if you're content. Actually, now that I think. Yeah. Um, all right. Where were we? We had so we have wait. We had the Phillies. We had the Orioles. We had the Astros. Are we at number four? Number four. Number four. Okay. Got to give it up for our friends on the West Coast, the Dodgers. Yeah. You know, they're the try and true, their experience in the playoffs. You know, people want to criticize about the late arriving crowds, which, you know, that traffic is no joke out there. Oh, no. That is a nightmare. But again, the combination of that stadium, the combination of the team, of the support, of how big that stadium is and when it's filled, how loud it is. Great fan base. I love the vibe. I love the vibe. Having been out there a couple of weeks ago, I yep. just love the vibe, like how, first of all, a lot of times when you go in, if you go into the top deck, you're you're looking down with the yep. palm trees in the back, with the sunset in the back, you That's- know, is and and just like the people, they just loved that team so much. They do. And I do think they get a bad rap because like you said, like it is the worst parking s- situation of all you- time. You really have to go there to experience it, to be like, okay, now I know why people don't come here on time. Like you have to experience how difficult that, that park is. It's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. No, I mean, it's it, Vince Scully way. Like there's, yep. yeah, it's, it's a nightmare, but, and, and I'll say this, I don't know if you saw the video that I put up, but it was nuts. <laughs> I mean, I know that you've been through this like the last couple of years with Joe Kelly with us but it was nuts Courtney it was like the bobblehead night where they hit when you walk in in the top level there's a 30 foot high Joe Kelly in a mariachi jacket mural on the wall and then that night was there the line was like I'm like what's this line for it's going forever it's just to pose in front of the the mural Oh my God. I oh, love it. It was nuts. Yeah. That's, it's, that's, it's, that's unique. You know, that's, that's not every, every fan base is not going to be like that. It's really not. No matter what, I don't care if there's 35,000, 40,000 people, not every fan base is going to be like that. They're very passionate. They love that team. Good support out there. And, and just, it, yeah. And we had on um, Jonas Never who, who did the mural. And I think that w- to what you're speaking of, like is what he did, which was, they obviously had to paint over uh, Urias, you know, the, for obvious reasons. For a lot of uh, obvious. But they could have done. They could have done. You know, whoever they could have done Kershaw, they could have done Mookie, they could have done Freeman, whoever. And Jonas was like, "No, this this is sort of like the speaks to the fans, right?" Yep. So that's another. You know, I know they were unbiased, but still, I'm just like I'm being real about it. Like that's what I like about it. And I agree with you. And I, I agree. And I can see that. I can see that without any any sort of true, you know, connections to the Dodgers, that they're a great fan base, yeah. despite them not showing up on time. But I understand why they don't show up on time. It's tough. <laughs> where's the mural? Where's the mural, Joe Kelly in Chicago? And there's none. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> That's nothing against Joe. It's nothing against Joe. I love you. Know? No, no. I can't. No. It was so close to get so far. Um, all right. Well, all right. Number four, Dodgers. Number five. So we the last two teams are the Twins and the Rangers. Okay. And 
I'm not oh, going to- Rangers. The Rangers with with a helmet margarita. Here's here's what I say about the Rangers. Now they just that whole Globe Life field. It's too new to really judge how they are in the playoffs because this is the first year the Rangers have been in that stadium. They've hosted playoffs in the past. One was an empty stadium um, back in 2020. And this is really, I can't really judge how the Rangers fan base is in that park as of right now. However, I will give them credit. Last year I was at Globe Life for Sox and Rangers, both teams completely out of it. That stadium was virtually sold out. It was back in August, mm. sold out, loud crowd, very into every single pitch. So nothing against the Ranger fans. I think they're good fans. They're just that whole park and that whole vibe. Is it too big? I, I've never been there. Big. I think yeah. it's way too big. And I just, we don't really know how that vibe is for the playoffs right now. It's too new. And I'm going to do the same thing for the Twins. Yeah. They just for the playoff game. Yeah. And you are going to be able to get cheap tickets to go, which is never a good sign. Minnesota, come on, forty dollars to sit behind home plate. What is what is happening? I mean, that's unheard of. And so the uh, have you been to the Minnesota park? Yeah, I've been. To, I, used, I I went when it was the Metrodome. I used to go to the Metrodome uh, back. Well, Target <laughs> Target Field is so it's it's so the the thing that jumps out at Target Field, and I actually wonder how this translates to the postseason the bleachers are the steepest bleachers so they have to cram this thing on like a block right yeah so so the right field bleachers are insanely steep so much so courtney if you take the time to google bradfoe and slinky so i went up there a couple years ago i don't know why but i got a slick i bought a slinky i said these stairs are so steep I bet I can make a slinky go down them. And it was, it was a scientific experience. It was very important. I mean, you know, I like scientific experiments. I know. I know. What was the result? Not really. But the oh. problem the problem isn't the steepness. It's the it's the width of the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like when you're a kid and you're doing a slinky, you do it down your home stairs. These, these, if you put your home stairs there, that'd be like you know. And people falling off at night. So, but there's a video of me desperately trying to like launch a slinky to make it work. Where at the end of it, I just basically like throw Threw the it. slinky down. <laughs> well, now I gotta Google this. So thank you. For uh, me. You're welcome. It's a Monday night entertainment while yeah. baseball. Yeah. It's That's like it's crazy. again anything for science. Anything That's for it. science. Yeah. Uh, so. So anyone you want to put you want to put Twins last or Rangers last? For I mean not not to hate on the Rangers fans because like I said it's just we don't have enough information yet on them. I will put Rangers last. All right, that's fair. I think that's good. I yeah, that's, I think I think you nailed it. Excellent job. That Thank was, you. I feel like we accomplished a lot today. We accomplished a ton as always, Rob. So, you know that. So uh, I look forward to you know potentially you go into one of these parks. I mean, I don't know how we're going to get World Series tickets, but maybe you just go and hang out. Would you do that? And hang out. How about that? I'm just taking all the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would do that. I went to the WBC and did that this year. You did do that. That is true. I mean, I remember. It was sort of worth it. 
Well, right. if, if the Dodgers make the World Series, why can't Joe hook us up with World Series tickets? I mean, you know how many people, you know how many people he had in his had in his bobblehead night. He hi, had, that is true. He had ninety people there. He had ninety oh. people there, and I said to his wife, "I'm like, how do you know ninety people? I don't know like forty people." Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, wait, we're way low on the totem pole, is what you're saying. That's unbelievable. Well, wow. well let, let's just let's just. I'm not going to say no. Let's let's play it out. Let's just play it out. Don't know all the support I got. I gave him here in Chicago. Oh, I, he knows. We all. Yes. Yes. If you, you were you were you were a trooper. You were. Tro- I'm never sweating thinking about it. That was that was fun. <laughs> right. Oh man, the White Sox stories that I keep keep hearing. Anyway, <laughs> you beautiful. All right. All right. Good stuff.